When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Jenny Gain. And today we're going to talk about how you can stay sane when your kids are driving you crazy or when there's <laughs> chaos in the house. <laughs> yes, this is so important. I am pretty familiar with this topic. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a couple different perspectives here because Cass' parents and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and, and it's come up with with a few of our clients, which is fun, is like, how do I handle this? So we're going to yeah. talk about it. I'm excited. Um, yeah. But first, I want to know what you're excited about. I feel excited about all the movement and things happening in my life. So I was just chatting with Cass before, and I didn't quite have this realization until right now that it's been happening, but I have a lot of travel coming up in the next few months, and it feels like that is where I like my life to be. Like this balance of being home and being away and on the road, like all the travel feels like adventure to me. And that really feels like a part of who I am, like being able to go and experience all these different places, people and things. And how how I was trying to describe it was like, it feels easier to be happier when those conditions are in place, which of Mm -hmm. course we don't wanna get reliant on you know, I don't want to have to need travel to be my best self, but it. I just noticed that, oh, this feels really easily exciting. And so I'm excited about the travel and I'm just excited about knowing that about myself now or having that clarity because now I can, it's, you know, as soon as you have the clarity, you can create it. You can consciously create that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so much fun. What feels exciting for you? Oh, what's exciting for me is that um, my dogs and my love and I are all trained therapy dog teams. Um, So we just got our certifications. We got them a couple days ago. We got back from Hawaii. Our dogs were all ready, and then we just had to pass the test. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) um, And it is so fun and just opening up so many fun possibilities. And it's one of those things, like, that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, we weren't. We weren't going to get another dog. This is um, one of my favorite stories. Yeah. <laughs> they adopt the dog, and Cassie tells me, we're not keeping it. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> Next week, she's saying, oh, my dog this, my dog that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, and it's also one of those, um, you know, I want to tell this story more in depth at some point, but it's one of those where you, the middle doesn't always you don't know in the middle where you're going, right? There were bumps. There were the dogs didn't get along. They like, there were, there was a fight and there was vet bills and there was all of these things. But part of that is what creates this, created this opening space and this opportunity and following inspiration, um, right? To just, um, I think, I don't know if I've told you guys this story on this show, but 
you know, one of my clients, I'm interviewing her for manifesting success stories. And she just mentions this dog trainer and something Mm -hmm. else. And my ears are like, ooh. And we weren't looking for a trainer. We were just figuring things out. But there's that was the inspiration. It's like that. You gotta you gotta follow up on that. You gotta ask her about that. Yeah. And so I did. And and you know that was a month ago. And so we got our dogs trained. They get along better now. They are both so happy mm-hmm. to be able to go out into the world and let people pet them and make people feel better. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's, I love the way the trainer describes it. He's like, they have a job and they feel better. They feel more powerful and they are happier because they have a job to do in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so cool and so cool just the way it evolved and that it worked out. You know, we went on vacation and we came home to our dogs already being trained and they're, um, ready for their therapy certification and then we came home and we got to go you know train with that like do our training and so that was really fun and and including both dogs was inspired and it's just so fun to see them happy and add this extra layer of happiness to our life and see what it's going to g- open up when we start taking them out into the world and opportunities of course I have these ideas for books that include my dogs for kids <laughs> because who wouldn't want to read about a dog and then get to meet the dog yes <laughs> yeah so um just I'm super excited for the way that all mm-hmm. opened up and just just to have this new experience in our lives mm-hmm. that's a really great example in one sense of how there wasn't like a problem before I mean I guess you could call there was some little bumps that you could call those bumps problems, but you manifested the solution almost without looking for it, you know, like yeah. dealing, just like doing your best with the, to manage what was in front of you allowed the the perfect solution to come in without like seeking it out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. We have one of our dogs, Kaya, Elisa always says, she loves, she's like the protector. And so her job is to like protect. <laughs> Wally is the worst, even though he's like the big dog. <laughs> he will just hug you and lick you and cuddle with you. But it's like it, the same sense of like, they have a purpose. Yes, go bark at that person because they have, they're protecting us. And I think it's super cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's super fun and just fun to learn something new um, yeah. that I never thought. I am not a person who ever wanted to be walking through the mall with their dog. Yeah. Um, but so that's new. Oh, it's amazing. It makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you want to get started today? Um, well, I think this is, uh, I think in the whole way we started and I think the way that the question came up was, you know, like, how do you create sanity when there's chaos. Yeah, like how do you handle yourself when you're when the household's crazy, which generally is, you know, lots of kids running around or or whatever. Yeah. Um, and my answer would be to start by flipping that. Like even flipping the story. Like I create the sanity and there might be ebbs and flows of chaos, but if I start by creating sanity, um which is something that I've been learning and has been shifting over the last three years, especially like the, you know, in the time that I have had a child, um, there was, you know, sort of like this 
I don't know, quote unquote, normal time, but that was even new and an adjustment time. And then we went into COVID and then there was homeschool and then there's, you know, summer and different things. And so um, I think choosing first sanity. So often I think people forget, and I've had to remind myself of this, so I know people forget, even when it comes to your kids and your family and your life, you get to choose what you create. Mm. You don't have to react to it. You get to choose to create it. And sometimes that doesn't, it's not, oh, I'm going to make a choice and that happens tomorrow a lot of the time. It's a bunch of little choices that add up to that. It's a bunch of shifting things or making choices to do things a little bit different, a little bit different order, setting boundaries, which we're going to talk about. But it's really that I have a choice. I get to create sanity in my life. That is absolutely the most powerful place to start because we don't, we can't create anything until we acknowledge that we have the power to create something. And and I think you're right is it's a big pull to see everything going on around us, like especially other people and feeling like knowing that we're responsible for their, not their happiness, but at that point, their well-being, you know, like <laughs> their safety. And so feeling like we have to manage everything like they are the one in in control like that we have to respond to them almost and so it's super super valuable to step back and say oh I have power here like I have choices here I can create the experience I want I get to choose um and starting in that place absolutely Mm -hmm. because I don't think that's a lot of the messages that are out there Right. It's not the, you know, that's maybe 10% if you go searching for that. The other is all reactionary. Like, oh, this is how I dealt with all this chaos today. Dealt with this. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not how I chose. And it doesn't mean it's going to be a perfect system, but we get to choose what we create. And if we choose to create that, we're going to create way more of that. Yeah, if we give ourselves that power first. I really mm-hmm. liked, and in any Law of Attraction stuff, but... I really like the visual of us being the center. Um, Well, we are the center of our own world. (laughs) But us like radiating out this energy of sanity for the sake of our topic. I don't really love that word. Can we use something else? Like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I wasn't in love with it, but I know that's the way... Jenny and I always try to connect to where who this, you know, specific episode is going to touch. I know that all of our episodes, everybody can get something, but we wanted to, you know, speak first to that person who, who wants the sanity. Yeah. Yeah. I think calm. Calm. Yeah. Order. What about like order? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Might be, might be a good one too. Well, I think this is the first place for listeners to start is what is it that you want? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so I get why sanity doesn't feel good because it feels like there's not sanity. If we're looking for sanity, we're not feeling sane. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's what do you want? Do you want calm? Do you want order? Do you want peace? Do you just want flow? Flow, What is it that you want? Start there. What do you want to create in your daily life with your family? But really your daily life. Yeah. What do you want to be the beacon of? Because we do, Mm. this doesn't happen overnight, but we do have the power to be stable enough in our vibration and what we are radiating to the world to mostly attract that from the people around us. 
It's and just I just want you to know that it's possible. Don't try to get there all in one day, but you do have you have power and you have influence over what you experience with your kids in in your household in a day. Yeah. Yeah. So step one, get clear about what you want. You want. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is interesting. I'll speak from a personal perspective. I had created this very calm zen life (laughs) and i had to remind myself like oh now you but then all these this other things came in which is awesome but then i had to like okay what is it i want right i had to choose that again that's cool because they shifted yeah that's so cool because you could look at like i created this and now what i've attracted is the opposite of what i wanted but it's you just now shift what you because it's not you still want that it's like I want the kids and now and and I want um peace or or calm or whatever and so now you get to focus in a new way with more clarity with more information it's not nothing's gone wrong you didn't attract the wrong thing or the wrong kind of kid you know it's just about you readjusting and getting and focusing on what you want to create Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you do that, then you start making the choices that align with that. Mm-hmm. You start setting it up for that, right? Um, which means sometimes things have to shift, right? And you have to be open and look for other things that will work to create that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say next steps? Do we want to go in like steps? Yeah, or? I want you to keep going on that. So like what... Okay kind of choices do you mean uh i mean choices so first in thought Mm -hmm. right if Mm -hmm. it's something is driving you crazy because it feels like chaos you have to make the choice to step back and go okay what do i want Mm -hmm. and how do i create a little bit of that today Mm -hmm. or a little bit of that tomorrow Mm -hmm. because sometimes you know it's it start not sometimes it mostly starts in the morning it starts with the day Mm -hmm. so how do i create that and for me I have to create it within myself first. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, been navigating the balance of how do I show up in the morning, both for my family, but how do I show up for me first? Mm-hmm. You know, what things am I willing to, um, you know, am I willing to get up a little bit earlier at, be, so that I can sneak out and have my quiet time and come into the morning, mm-hmm. right? O- um, or does it require okay, prioritizing family because that's what, because there's someone jumping on top of you needing your attention. And then so your time is still a priority. It just comes in the middle or after, you know, after something else or during breakfast or, or you find the time where you get to create the calm for yourself. You get to align with yourself, but making that a priority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And choosing. So if in the morning, first thing, someone is on top of you, if you love that and it feels like the ultimate family experience, it's like the thing you're like, oh, yeah, I wanted like this or that, then you you um, surrender isn't the right word, but you surrender to that. And you're like, okay, this is where I'm going to be 100 percent present. And like Jenny said, and then I'm going to plan the time later for my quiet Zen. Mm -hmm. If you want if it feels best to be quiet and start your day like that, 
then you fully make that choice and you're okay with that, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes that might mean, oh, Monday through Friday, I sneak out early. I start my day. Saturday and Sunday, I do tickle fights Mm -hmm. to wake up, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to find your own balance of what feels amazing to you and feels like you get everything that you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to add in here, it feels important because I think sometimes moms forget this is like you are allowed to have your own time and your connection time and you're like getting that grounding and you're like you're allowed to prioritize that in front of things your kids need. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes you just need that permission because in so if that's where the just open up to that idea first before even trying to make anything happen, just acknowledging and honoring like oh yeah, like, or what if I did get this time? Or what if I did get to have it my way? What if I did really get it all? Because that will start to open up the pathway to get the ideas and the cooperative components that will lead to the actual physical thing, the physical time or space. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and helps you start to make those choices knowing that. And um, so once you make the choice, you you plan around what feels good to you. So often I think we think, oh, our kids are this, or they wake up going 100 miles an hour and I don't, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to set the boundaries and the things that keep the sanity for everyone. Because if you are losing your mind, you're not <laughs> serving them. <laughs> like, you are not. And you are, that is, we, if you're, if you don't have the capacity to hold the space for them when things are going wrong or you don't have the capacity to teach them instead of yell at them or you don't have that you know just that capacity to be present with them because you've because there's been somebody you know 24 7 um you're not being the best you're not giving the best and so really understanding that it's a like permission it's I really think it's your responsibility to take that time because it's what empowers you to be the parent that you want to be yeah you know Mm -hmm. the one who can sit there and teach the one who's calm instead of the one who's screaming like that's where this comes from is by putting these boundaries around okay what do I need how do I get what I need and take care of you and support you yeah I love this I love putting it as like putting yourself on an equal level as your kids in terms of needs you know obviously there's going to be a little bit more but yes and no you know still you everybody needs to be emotionally supported and you're the one that's going to do that for you no one else is going to do it you're doing it for your kids right now too but you also have to prioritize that for yourself um I think there is something that's like um I lost the train of thought. But it's this idea that, oh, in LOA, sometimes it, it we think we should be able to handle everything because we're the adults. And, okay, so the kid is having a tantrum and, you know, that's okay because they're kids and we just want to be able to hold space for that and let them feel it out and learn their emotions and la-da-da-da, and we should be fine with that. But 
there comes if just like Cassie said, like if we haven't filled our own cup first is one of those old ways to say it. But if we haven't found our place of alignment first, we don't have the capacity to do that. And it's okay that you you can't handle that in that moment. And it it gives you information um, to help set you up for success. So you know what you need to do moving forward to be able to handle that. But just getting away from this idea or judgment that if your kid's freaking out and you can't handle it, or your kid's having any sort of behavioral anything that you need to be okay with that, or you need to have this like peaceful reaction about everything. <laughs> I think sometimes mm-hmm. in LOA, that's like, I should be able to be calm and about everything, but that's not true. Especially, yeah. especially if we have in, haven't had the space to connect with ourselves or, you know? Yeah. Well, it's also not true because it's learned. Mm. Like, the, like having children, whether you have one and then you have two or you have two and then you have three or you have one and they're four and now they're five, like, or they're six or there's like every, every time, like every day, um, not to make it sound overwhelming, but is different. It's, it's like a new opportunity to choose growth. and change. Yeah. It is constant growth. It's constant. Like, okay, this worked when you were three, this was the process. Now this is what needs to be put in place now that you're four. And now that you're five, I'm going to have you do a checklist of how you get yourself ready. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that is one of the biggest um, things too, to create like that sanity. If we listen to our kids, uh, sometimes it's frustrating. And again, if we haven't taken that space, we can't hear them. But I know for me, like once I heard like, I don't want you to tell me anymore. Okay. But you're not doing it. So then I'm like, Oh, how do I find a solution where I'm not telling you what you, you know, need to do mm-hmm. because that that's annoying you. And it's not, and I'm not loving it. Cause I feel like I'm a nag, mm-hmm. um, every morning, like how do we fix that? And so in our house, my son is very visual. So I made him draw his own checklist. He can't, he can't write it yet. Mm-hmm. So I made him draw it. What do you have to do in the morning? And we went over it once and then he knows like, put it on the door and he know okay like this is and he actually that gets excited so cute. like this is what i need to do yeah <laughs> that's so cute i can you make can you help me make a checklist too for my morning <laughs> yes <laughs> we'll draw it i can draw here it. next okay. week yeah <laughs> yeah that's oh. awesome i feel like yeah, we could keep going on this like i know really getting into just choices that Choices and boundaries to help create that space for you to be able to ha- handle the chaos, or yeah, actually not mm-hmm. not handle the chaos, but to <laughs> to radiate the calm or radiate the peacefulness, yeah. and to live the life you want to live, like that life you dreamed of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's a choice. When it gets here, it's a choice. Then you navigate it. And um, it's just, it's really remembering, I think, is the key, is remembering that you have the choice and you get to take care of you and that empowers you to create everything else you want. Or like I love Jenny's term, radiate what you want into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think really, no, depending on where you are at on this scale, really start 
by re-acknowledging your power and reaffirming and getting clear about what it is you want to create and just let that be enough for now and see what choices you're inspired to or what boundaries might naturally show up for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to say like, hey, for the first 15 minutes, there's no talking to me. (laughs) Like, like, you know, even if you have to get a stop sign or a green light or this is the time that, you know, if this is you, if you need to start out in that quieter space, like you can teach your kids. And I'm going to add this. We're wrapping up the show, but it takes time to Mm -hmm. put boundaries in place. It doesn't happen in one day. Yeah. Because if you've been doing something, the same as you, if you've been doing something for five years one way and you want to change it the next, you have to do it over and over to get that change to set in your brain. And so that's the same. Just because the first day you set this boundary, hey, you can talk to me when the green, when I put the green sign up, right? Otherwise, you know, do choose something quiet, read or go play and give choices. And um, this is just one example, but, you know, it's going to take a little bit and it's going to take reminding like, oh, no, remember the red light's still on. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to talk to you when the green light is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes me think of training a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, we don't pee in the house. Carry them outside. Oh, no, no, yeah. no we don't. <laughs> a million times in one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anything else, Cass, you want to add? Um... That's all for now. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Have fun. Bye. Hey, it's Ginny. Cass and I talk a lot about alignment being essential to manifesting. So if you're curious how to measure your own level of alignment, I created a quiz for you. Pop over to my website at GinnyGain.com. That's G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com and check it out. Oh, and definitely have fun with it. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.